Elvis Presley gets divorced, and a scam caller is my special guest for the day. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Friday, October 9th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, aside from it being Friday, the end of the work week, it's also Leif Erikson Day today. So yes, SpongeBob SquarePants fans... This is a real day. Leif Erikson was a Viking explorer. It's said that Leif discovered North America 500 years before Christopher Columbus set sail. Oh, and the SpongeBob reference? Yeah, that's because Leif Erikson Day was mentioned in Season 2 of SpongeBob, and it was said that this is his favorite holiday. Uh, It's also World Post Day, a day to create awareness about the important role that the Postal Service plays in our life. Uh, It happens on this day because it marks the anniversary of the day that the Universal Postal Union was established back in 1874. Here in the States, the first Postmaster General was Ben Franklin. Uh, He was appointed in 1775. However, the USPS became an independent agency uh, not for a long time. Not until 1971. Yeah, it was just a division prior to that. It wasn't actually its own agency. The Postal Service uh, has made a lot of news lately, especially because of the mail-in ballots and uh, all the budget cuts and cuts to the machinery, things like that that have been going on. Well, they've been operating at a loss since 2005. The Postal Service operates not on taxpayer dollars, but instead on revenue charged for its services. The USPS predicts that it could go broke towards the end of 2021. I've got an idea, though, to help out the Postal Service. Here's what we do. All U.S. citizens, every one of us, we've all, I'm sure, have a suggestion or two, right? And so what we're going to do is we're going to write those suggestions down, put it in an envelope, get about 10 stamps, put those 10 stamps on the envelope, and send your complaint or your suggestion or whatever it is to the USPS. And see, and every American does it, let's see, the math is about, yeah, about $2 billion for the Postal Service. And yeah, you could actually save the post office by being a Karen. I knew this Karen thing would pay off at some point. And hey, you don't even have to complain about the post office. Just complain about anything. Put it in an envelope and uh, mail it with 10 stamps and the post office is making money. Heck, you can complain about this idea or or the podcast. It's totally fine. We're working hard here to save the post office. All right. We've got a uh, interesting show for you today. I say interesting because there's something a, a little different, a very very interesting phone call that I received while recording an episode earlier this week. I received a phone call from a scammer who actually admitted what the entire scam was and allowed me to record her and said it was okay to put her on this podcast. I'm going to be playing that call for you uh, later in this podcast. But right now, uh, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with our events and birthdays for today. And welcome back. On this day in 1973, Elvis and Priscilla Presley divorced after six years of marriage. All right, let's talk a little about the marriage and how they met and things like that. Okay, so Elvis was born in 1935 in Mississippi. 
He began his career in 1954. Then he went on to, you know, basically be the king of rock and roll. He also did a bunch of movies and things like that. But in 1958, he was drafted into military service. Priscilla was born in 1945 in New York. Uh, Her mom's boyfriend, soon to be her stepdad, was in the Air Force, and he was stationed in Germany. So in 1959, with both Elvis and Priscilla in Germany, the two met for the first time. For those of you doing the math, yeah, uh, Elvis was 24, and Priscilla was 14. Yeah, uh, there's plenty of stories uh, about how Elvis spent time with young teenage girls. Uh, Maybe, you know, this was the inspiration for the song Jailhouse Rock. I don't know, but we're not going to go into that here. Uh, And they didn't marry until she was 21, but still, really? Yeah. Anyway, uh, nine months to the day that they were married in Las Vegas, uh, their first and only child was born. Okay, so the king of rock and roll's daughter, Lisa Marie, would grow up to marry the king of pop, Michael Jackson. They were married for two years. And, uh, yeah, let's see. I know I've got this here somewhere. Uh, Let's see how old she was when they met. Let's see. Michael was 17 and she was seven years old. What the f***? Oh, oh, okay. All right. She just went to a concert. She met him backstage. And according to Lisa, their friendship didn't begin until 1992 when she was 24. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. So let's get back to Elvis and Priscilla. Uh, During the marriage, Elvis began taking drugs. Uh, His personality changed while taking the drugs, and that, combined with some other issues, caused the couple to separate in February of 1972. The divorce uh, was finalized on this day in 1973. Elvis would never marry again. He would die in 1977 at the age of 42. Priscilla is 75. Uh, She never married again, although she did have another child. Okay, on this day in 1980, consumers were able to bank via computer for the first time. It was very high-tech, you know, like dial-up. Yeah, it wasn't exactly what we're used to today. Radio Shack actually produced a custom modem for the TRS-80 computer that would allow customers to access their accounts remotely. Talk about high-tech, right? Yeah, by the year 2000, Of course, a majority of the banks offered a banking online, about 80%. Uh, Many people didn't want to do online banking because they feared that their information would be stolen. Well, maybe a computer isn't the device to be afraid of. Earlier this week, I received a call from a robot that said that my social security number was used by somebody else, and the robot voice told me that my social security number was suspended. You've probably received this same phone call at some point. The robo-voice asks you to press 1 to speak to an operator and clear up the issue. Okay, well, knowing that I was going to be doing this podcast later in the week, I decided to press 1. You know, it wouldn't hurt. I'd just try to get some information. Well, I talked to the lady for a bit, and I asked her if it was okay to use her voice and record the call and put that call on my podcast, and she said yes. And now, I'm going to apologize for the audio that you're about to hear. Uh, It's not the best audio. Uh, There's birds and slack alerts and people talking in the background, things like that. 
But what I wanted to do was I wanted to get this on record as quick as I could. So I didn't have much time. I simply put my iPhone to the microphone and put it on speakerphone. And that's what you're about to hear. So, you know, me, I I like good audio. Uh, This is not the greatest. Enough buildup. I'll play the call for you now. Tell me, what, what is all this about? Do you guys want me to tell you what the call concerning? Uh, yes, please. Why you repeat the call? Uh-huh. You know that it's a scam, right? I'm sorry? You guys know that this is a scam, right? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, you guys don't, yeah, you guys don't have to pretend, and then you don't need to press one and make yourself stupid. Why, why do you guys do these calls? I don't know. Do you, I mean, do you get a lot of people to fall for it? Yeah. Yeah, you do? They do. You're collecting their socials and using them afterwards, or what are you using the socials for? No, we don't know. We don't even know what that, well, about this social security, social security number, about all those things at all. You just used to take the last four digits. That's all. Nothing else. What do you guys do with that information once you have it? We can't do anything. I'm sorry. What was that? After we after we get the information, you don't know anything about it. You don't know how. Yeah, I'm just trying. I'm trying to understand how, what you guys do with the uh, information after you uh, receive it. Delayed it. I'm sorry. Delayed it. Do you guys use the information to get like loans for the people or things like that? I mean, what what's the story behind it? Oh no, no. You just ask them to pay money because there's a fraudulent activity. For example, like we will tell the uh, customer, we tell. Used to call people and tell them that there's a fraudulent activity under your social security number, and then in order to resolve the matter, you will have to safeguard every currently attached with your current social security number, and then we will ask them about their bank, how many bank accounts they have, how many balance money they have in your. How many people would you say that that fall for this on a daily basis? Are you still there? Yes. Yeah. How, how many people do you think fall for this on a daily basis? Two, three. Two or three? Is there other scams other than the social security that you guys are doing? This is the, the no. This is the only thing I'm aware about it. Yeah. So at that point. I asked her which country she was from, where she is right now, trying to get a just a location to see. And, and you know, I, she was OK with some of my previous questions. So I figured I'd just keep going. But at that point, uh, she did hang up the phone. If you get one of these phone calls, as you can tell, it's definitely not true. They're trying to get your banking account information and uh, they're trying to get money from you. They're not going to do anything with your social uh, from what she says. She says that they just delete it. But she's getting a couple of people each day, and that's just one operator. So who knows how many people are out there making these phone calls and doing this to people. Just be careful. And if you get phone calls like this, just hang up. Social Security is not going to call you like this. They're going to send you letters. And it's definitely going to be uh, not a robo uh, call that you're going to get from the Social Security Administration. All right. So I, I encourage you to share at least this section of the podcast with others. There's plenty of people out there that get these types of calls and they freak out and they give their credit card information or their banking information. And and I would love to be able to be a contributing factor in making this stop. 
All right, uh, let's tell you a, a couple of stories. In 1984, uh, Kathy Sullivan became the first U.S. woman to walk in space. In 1992, there was a huge meteorite that was seen all the way from Kentucky to New York. And in 2006, North Korea conducted its first nuclear test on this day. And there were wild celebrations occurring uh, when a drill reached an underground chamber with 33 people trapped inside in Chile. Okay, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Scott Bakula turns 66. Chris O'Dowd is 41. Scott McCreary is 27. And model Bella Hadid is 24. That's your look at October 9th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, uh, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you would like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. 